Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. There's a lot to think about when you're pregnant, what you eat, where you're having your baby, how you want to have your baby. The big event is labour, and not a lot of thought goes into what comes after. But that period after you've had your baby can be quite challenging. The more support you have, the better. And one of the best forms of support you can have is a postpartum doula. Joining us on this episode of Feed, Play, Love is Karina Lane. She's the founder of Mum Friday and a postpartum doula. Hi, how are you, Karina? Good, thanks, Chef. How are you? Good, thank you. Many people have probably heard of a doula, which is a support partner through birth. Um, What is a postpartum doula and have they always been a thing? Why did I not know about them when I had my babies? I know. It seems a crime that we didn't know about the postpartum doula for us when we needed it. Um, And I still get shocked that no one's heard of it when I run workshops. Um, They barely even heard of a doula. I have to explain what a doula is. Um, So a postpartum doula provides emotional and practical support for mums and their family after the baby gets home. So, and I always say that's when you really need the extra support. Uh, so they provide the emotional support in helping you adjust to your role um, and also kind of the practical support around the house. So helping with other kids in the house, helping with shopping, meal preparation, but also, you know, like helping with breastfeeding. They have, a, we have a really good um, background knowledge of how breastfeeding works, what babies need, the best ways to settle newborns and all those things so that we can fill in those gaps for gaps of knowledge for mum when she needs them. And what I love about that as well is that it's mum focused so all through your pregnancy everyone's oh are you okay you okay the baby comes it's like was the baby okay and you're like actually i just went through a 48 hour labor (laughs) yes well this is the crazy thing when we have babies you know we get that influx of visitors which is all focused on the baby here's the present for the baby here's the present for the baby and then everyone just goes back to business goes back to their worlds partners go back to work which is awful and it's just mum and the baby and that journey early early motherhood for a woman is just a massive profound journey and if there's any struggles at all with early breastfeeding settling bub emotional stuff then that's um it's it's not a good start to motherhood and having someone who comes in and asks you how you're going yes that used to make me cry then yes. it didn't happen too often but if anyone asked i'd be like what? actually yes i know <laughs> because I know. you're so focused on the baby talk to me about the fourth trimester care why is it so important for women um, and why do you think it's becoming more part of the understanding of what it is to have a baby and become a mother? Well, I think we're understanding a lot more about what a newborn experience is when they come into the world and how hard it is on a newborn to leave the comfort of the womb and the safety and security of the womb and be kind of thrust upon the big, bright brand new world. Um, So in the past, we probably put a lot of pressure on a newborn to kind of build up some independence. There was a lot of, you know, the sleep training, put baby out in the sunbath in the garden. I still don't understand why they did that, but it was kind of not so much focus on the baby's emotional needs. Whereas now we understand that a newborn's emotional needs count a heck of a lot. So the fourth trimester is all about trying to extend the womb experience for a little baby who's not ready for the real world. I mean, in fact, we always, I always say to new parents, um, your baby would prefer to be back in the womb for another three months. If I, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So let's see, how can we actually replicate the womb as best as po- best possible in the outside world? And what that means is basically catering for needs 24-7 and giving, giving them as much womb experience as possible. So is that um, like demand feeding? Yeah. 
I have visions of you cocooning them in something so that they're nice and swaddled and warm. Exactly. So in the yeah, in the womb they had food on top, food on tap. They were constantly cuddled and rocked. They were in that warm, floaty bath. Um, had mum walking around, giving them lots of movement and vibration. And mum's voice was there and patting her belly constantly. So a baby was nourished and loved around the clock. And they need all of that stuff. In the outside world, so that translates to feeding on demand, swaddling them, using swaddles, holding them close to you, giving them lots of cuddles, which we know actually help them grow. Uh, so really spoiling them and indulging in them. And how does the postpartum doula fit in with that idea of the fourth trimester? Well, I guess because it is such hard work. Like, I mean, all these things sound simple, but not when you're sleep deprived, recovering from the birth, trying to breastfeed, your boobs are sore and engorged and all the other emotional things you have going on. So a postpartum doula helps support you through all of that and assists you with it so she can kind of remove the stress of it and increase the enjoyment factor and help you bond with your baby, which is the other big thing that we're supposed to do. Um, this is going to sound like such a... Um Silly, shallow question, but does a postpartum doula um, sometimes fold the washing? Yeah, you can get <laughs> postpartum doulas that are super helpful in those ways. So yeah. that is the job. They are. We're very flexible and we're there to help mum. And if that means folding the washing because mum just doesn't like the piles of washing everywhere and she wants the household to keep running, you know, that's that's a normal thing for a lot of women. So, yeah, we'll get in there and do that. Or, you know, I'll, I'll even stop and get you a coffee on, on the way to your house. Oh, my goodness. I mean, can you stop. imagine? That would have been my dream when I was yes. having babies. Uh, so, yeah, that's a sort of that's a good thing about a postpartum doula. We're, um, we're not really in the medical field. We're kind of more in that emotional field, like what do you need from us field? And how long can a postpartum doula work with a family? Like what's the ideal time range? Oh, look, I would say the first six weeks is really important and really valuable. But the fourth trimester as a whole would be just, wouldn't that be amazing to have help come to you every day or at least once a week throughout that time to help you adjust. And once your baby hits that three-month period, you've you've grown, grown in confidence and really found your feet most of the time. Probably still sleep-deprived, but at least you'll have a better understanding of how the whole baby thing works. Yeah, that's true. You're a mom of four. That's right. Does When each child came, were there different needs that you could have used a postpartum doula for? Well, I specifically remember when my second baby came along, I just I felt completely shell-shocked by how hard that was to balance myself between two babies' needs. And it didn't help that my second baby was very vocal. She still is today. She was very vocal, very demanding. And I, I, it took me six months to figure out how to get out of the house with the both of them, how to do bath and bedtimes for both of them. Um, so it would have been great to have some extra support then for sure in terms of you know balancing the needs of each child and being able to give yourself to each child without feeling guilty that one of them's missing out. That would have been really great then. And then you had twins. And then I had twins. <laughs> now, that was interesting as well. Look, by then, I knew a lot about motherhood. I knew a lot about newborns, so I wasn't that overwhelmed. I just, but I didn't drown. I did drown for a few years while I looked after all of them. I don't remember any of it, but I know I was there because I've got photos. <laughs> so in that respect, you know, a postpartum doula would have been wonderful to help me out with the practical things and helping me settle the babies. And so there wasn't so much overwhelm. It was just sheer hard work. And um, I should also mention that we've been talking about the ideal situation, which would be to have a doula, a postpartum doula there for the six weeks or even the first um, three months. But you can also hire doulas to come like on a Friday afternoon or something. If you just really need a break, you could have maybe sure. an hour with them 
watching how you breastfeed, etc., just to have that touchstone. It doesn't have to be all or nothing, does it? Absolutely not. A lot of doulas, postpartum doulas, are going to want to work with you. You might find some have packages, so six visits over however long, and you can kind of figure out. I want you know, you might say I want them all in the first two weeks, and that will be great for you. Or you might be able to spread them out twice a week, which could be your sanity hour over the first couple of months. Sounds like a really great gift <laughs> yeah. as well, like to yeah, give can someone. You imagine? It kind of makes me want to go back and have another baby, just so I someone have can have too. it with yep. a postpartum. So I can try it again. Yeah. Yeah, with, with the right support. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Karina, before I let you go, how can people find a postpartum doula? We will we'll put links to your website. So if people are based in Sydney, they can find you. Absolutely. But if you're looking for a postpartum doula in another part of Australia, how do you find one? Well, I guess start with a random Google search of postpartum doulas in your area. It's also worth checking out your doulas because a lot the birth doulas offer the postpartum care. So you don't have to get the birth doula necessarily, but you can maybe hire, hire them for the postpartum side. Um, then just kind of have a list of questions that you want to ask. Do some research so you know what to expect, um, what, sort of, what sort of training a postpartum doula should have as a minimum. It's not a regulated body, which is probably why it's not pushed by medical associations. So it is up to you to do your research, um, find out what she, where she's trained, what she's done, how much practice she's had, what her parenting philosophy is all about, because you want to make sure you're on the same page. If you're really committed to trying breastfeeding, you want to make sure she's got lots of experience with helping mums with that. So definitely do your research, meet her. Don't feel pressured to sign up with her just because you meet her and she seems nice. You can you know, interview a few and take your pick. Do it well before the baby's due, obviously. Yeah. Oh, such a great idea. Karina, thank you so much for coming in. You're very welcome, Chef. That was Karina Lane from Mum Friday. We'll find some links um, to postpartum doulas in different parts of Australia. We'll put those in the notes to this episode. Or you can search for Karina on our website. That's babyology.com.au forward slash feedplaylove. And search for Karina. That's K-A-R-I-N-A. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.